0: shine Daily prayer.
1: The let the brit it's day 22 so we have just two days to go not that we are in order to get rid of this challenge but just thankful that we are moving steadily to the end we thank god for the grace to begin and the grace that has sustained us that has sustained our dear reader for this year and that has been given to all those who have participated in the exposition this year and of course the grace given to you two uh, to join us, uh, especially for those who have been joining us every evening. Thank you so very much. God bless you. Really good. Says a pleasure to have you with us again.
2: The pleasure is mine. Thank God.
1: Thank God. Okay, please say a word of prayer as we begin tonight.
2: Heavenly Father, we thank you for the grace as we read. We thank you for your love. We thank you for insight. Thank Father Lord God. God, as we read, Father Lord God, let the Holy Spirit be our guide and shield in Amen. the mighty name of Jesus.
1: Amen. 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 Okay, Luke 22 for day 22 of the Luke December 2023 challenge. Our sister will be reading from the New King James Version. Over to you now, sis. Okay, Luke
2: 22. The plot to kill Jesus. Now, the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, son named Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and sought opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. Jesus and his disciples prepare the Passover. Verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. And they sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you, carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house which he enters. Then you will say to the master of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room? Where I may eat the Passover with my disciples. Then he will show you a large furnished upper room. There, make ready. So they went and found it just as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. Jesus institutes the Lord's Supper. Verse 14. When the hour had come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat the Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread, gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this. In remembrance of me. Likewise, they also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table. And truly, the Son of Man goes as it has been determined, but woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who will do this thing. The disciples argued about greatness. Verse 24. Now there was also a dispute among them to which of them would be considered the greatest. And he said to them, The kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them, and those who exercise authority over them are called benefactors. But not so among you. On the contrary, he who is greatest among you, let him be as the younger, and he who governs as he who serves. For who is greater, he who sits at the table or will he, he who serves. Is it not he who sits at the table? Yet I am among you as the one who serves. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials and I bestow upon you a kingdom just as my father bestowed, bestowed one upon me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Jesus predicts Peter's denial, verse 31. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed, Satan has asked for you, that he may sift you as wheat, as wheat. But I have prayed for you, that your faith shall not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. But he said to him, Lord, I am all ready to go with you both to prison and to death. Then he said, I tell you, Peter, your roster shall not crawl this day before you will deny three times that you know me. Supplies for the road, verse 35. And he said to them, when I sent you without money bag, knapsack and sandals, did you lack anything? So they said, nothing. Then he said to them, but now he who has a money bag, let him take it. And likewise a knapsack. And he who has no sword, let him sell his garments and buy one. For I say to you, that this which is written must still be accomplished in me. And he was numbered with the transgressors, for the things concerning me have an end. So they said, Lord, look, here here are two swords. And he said to them, it is enough. The prayer in the garden, verse 39. Coming out. He went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed, and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone through. And he knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood, falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer, he had come to his disciples. He found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Betrayal and Arrest in Gethsemane. Verse 47. And while he was still speaking, behold, a multitude and he who was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near to Jesus to kiss him. But Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? When those around him saw what was going to happen, they said to him, Lord, shall we strike with the sword? And one of them struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. But Jesus answered and said, Permit even this. And it touched his ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, captains of the temple and the elders who had come to him, have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. Peter denies Jesus and weeps bitterly. Verse 54. Having arrested him, they led him and brought him into the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. Now when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the courtyard and sat down together, Peter sat among them. And a certain servant girl, seeing him as he sat by the fire, looked intently at him and said, This man was also with him. For he denied him, saying, Woman, I do not know him. And after a little while, another say, saw him and said, You also are of them. But Peter said, Man, I am not. Then after about an hour had passed, another confidently affirmed, saying, Surely this fellow also was with him, for he is a Galilean. 16. But Peter said, Man, I do not know what you are saying. Immediately, while he was still speaking, the rooster crowed, and the Lord turned and looked at Peter. Then Peter remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said to him, "Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times." So Peter went out and wept bitterly. Jesus mocked and beaten, verse sixty-three. Now the men who held Jesus mocked him and beat him, and having blindfolded him, they struck him on the face and asked him, saying, "Prophesy! Who is the one who struck you?" And many other things they blasphemously spoke against him. Jesus faces the Sanhedrin. As soon as it was day, the elders of the people, both chief priests and scribes, came together and led him into their council, saying, If you are the Christ, tell us. But he said to them, If I tell you, you will by no means believe. And if I also ask you, you will by no means answer me or let me go. Hereafter, the Son of Man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. Then they all said, Are you then the Son of God? So he said to them, You rightly say that I am. And they said, What further testimony do we need? For we have heard it ourselves from his own mouth. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God.
1: Okay, and now we are at day 21, day 21 of the Luke December 2023 challenge. Thank you for staying with us. We are almost there. We are almost there at day 24. For day 21, we have just listened to the reading of Luke chapter 21, and we thank God for the reading of His Word. Now, joining us our dear brother Olalua Ugunto, who us from Abuja by telephone, to lead us in reflecting on this chapter. Bro, how are you doing?
0: I'm very well. Good evening, sir. Thank you very much. Compliment of the season to you and to everyone
1: out there. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. Compliment of the season to you, too. Thank you very much for joining us for for Day 21. Okay. So, I I mean, just before we started, the two of us were reflecting on chapter 21 and saying that, wow, it's one of the tough chapters in the book of Luke.
0: Uh,
2: Serious,
1: serious (laughs) words from our Lord there.
2: Yeah,
0: serious things Jesus said, yeah. Serious Mm. warnings in many ways. Oh, yes. Uh, Well, I pray God will interpret his word into our hearts. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen indeed. Okay. Let's begin.
0: All right. So, Luke 21 starts with a story that we have all, uh, we all know very well. Mm -hmm. We've spoken about it in many ways. So, um, Luke 21, 2 and 3 says, And it and and he saw also a certain poor woman putting in two mites mm. he said truly I say to you that this widow this poor widow has put in more than all yes more than all uh, the other people who are affluent and when i look at that part i say to myself that jesus christ is saying to us that the art the art behind our gifts mm. or service to him is important oh yes the art behind our gifts service to him and all i'm going to say here is that this christmas as we give gifts to ourselves mm-hmm. and give gifts unto god mm-hmm. as we continue to live our life in service to him what is the motivation behind it yes what is the motivation that's what jesus christ was saying many rich people were there giving great offerings, but Jesus took note of that very poor woman who was who giving just two coins and Jesus took note of what she's given. Mm. So, no matter how, quote-unquote, insignificant our service is mm. or our gifts or our giving is, if it comes from a good art, yes. if it comes from honoring God, it is acceptable to God. So, exactly. we don't have to... Um, how do I say? It? Now we don't, mm-hmm. we, mm-hmm. that we don't have to beautify our giving. We just have to beautify our art that is behind the giving of the service. Powerful. We
1: don't have to beautify our givings. We just have to beautify our hearts. Thank you so very much for that. And the art that has been beautified by by the Holy Spirit, we give what is acceptable to God. Hmm. Absolutely. Thank you so very Absolutely. much. We have to beautify our hearts, not 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 our givings. And in, you know, as I looked at this the first four four uh, verses in verses. this in this chapter, something also occurred to me. I'm looking at it. I'm saying that how how was it possible for Jesus to know the gift that people were putting into the treasury? It must be because you know the leaders of the temple they arranged such a way that what each person gave would be observable by all other persons
0: so absolutely and I, I, that's why they did go <laughs> all out to make those givings at that time exactly they exactly all out because you have to show to everybody this is what i'm giving exactly giving exactly and all that
1: exactly and, and you ask yourself why did they do that did they do it so that uh well so that what obviously so that there'll be people will give more that people will give more uh because others will see what they were giving and that ties into what you just said now about the heart, how the state of the heart truly matters to God. Uh, the leaders of the temple, they were just content with having more and more in the treasury, not not minding the heart with which people gave the gifts. They just wanted people to give the gift because, well, how can we make them give rich gifts? Well, Make sure that uh, when people drop their offerings, others will see it. So people will want people to see them, you know, dropping good offerings. So they made it that way. And then Jesus was looking at it and Jesus said, hmm, Don't mind all these guys. They are, they are giving fantastic gifts, but the heart with which they are bringing it is not one that is actually acceptable to me. See, this poor widow who has putting too much, she has actually given more than all of them. And I love the way you have put it. We have to beatify our hearts first. Before bringing uh, beautiful gifts. Uh,
0: and sir, so if if I may add to mm. so, to so the way you have actually painted this picture now, which mm. is right, of course. If let's say in our contemporary time now, yes. you're saying if you give offering, it is showing on the board. Yes. And the first person goes there and gives an offering and everybody can see yeah. he has given a million naira. Yes. And the next person goes and gives, oh, he's, he's given 500,000 naira. Yeah. The next person gives maybe around the same time, around the same thing. Mm. Trust me, most people People who don't have anything would rather not give at all. Exactly. But this woman still went ahead to give her own two coins. Absolutely. And I I think that's why Jesus Christ even saw faith in her. Like, okay, she is, she has done something great.
1: Exactly. She She has given everything. Exactly. Hmm. I mean, thank God for, for for the Holy Spirit inside because now we we've seen three uh, interesting insights now, uh, and and these three are not the usual lessons that are drawn from these uh, from these from these verses. Uh, right. I, I love it. Number one, uh, beautify your heart. And then your gift will be beautiful before God, as you have mentioned. Uh, second, uh, the leaders of the temple and leaders of churches will organize collections in such a way as to as to make people give because. They will be seen as giving good gifts. Uh, they should be careful about that. And those who are giving so that others will see how much they are giving should know that those gifts are not acceptable to God before because their hearts are not beautified. And now the point, the point you have just made now, this is a very beautiful point as well, and one that we must pay attention to. Even if people are giving their millions, that's no excuse for you not to give your widow's mite. Then you don't say, oh, well, everybody is giving millions and and multiples of thousands, but I don't have that, so I'd rather not give. Well, you just go. Even if everybody will see that you are giving your own two mites, go ahead and give it. It is the heart with which you are giving that matters, that matters. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you very
0: much. Glory to God. Yes, sir. Okay, let's, let's move ahead and look at verse number six. Yes. Something happened... After they have left that place, it Mm -hmm. looks like they were going Mm -hmm. and they saw a temple that was beautifully decorated, it was beautifully adorned. And I believe the disciples were talking about it. And Jesus Christ made a comment in verse 6, saying that, These things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another Mm. that shall not be thrown down. Yes. Okay. Not one stone will be left. Apologies, please. <laughs> Let <laughs> me read it to my version. I'm very comfortable with NIV. Test, okay, okay, go ahead. So, as for what you see here, yeah. the time will come when not one stone will be left on another. Every one of them will be thrown down. Every mm. one of them. They are beautiful. So, what is the lesson I'm picking out of this lesson? Yeah. It says clearly that the best of us mm. is temporal. Hmm. The best of us is plural. temporal. We build mansions. We build, uh, even for us as well, we build great churches. Here yes. in Abuja, there's this dunamis church, mighty, mighty place, as was it. Has been built for for the name of the Lord. Mm. Um, so many things have been done. I know long time ago, even up to now, is still an iconic place in Lagos. Mm. The, the 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 cathedral at CMS. Yes. I, I believe it's been built since around 1940 something, 46 or 45, mm. if I remember clearly. It's it's been it's been there still up to today. Although of course, I've been renovated. We still look at it with oh, beautiful structure. But mm. Jesus Christ is saying, see, all these things that are beautiful to you on earth, they are but temporal, mm. only temporal. They will not, they don't have eternal value. So what is the point? Jesus Christ already told us somewhere else that we should lay up for ourselves treasures in heaven, where neither not, where neither moth mm. nor anything will destroy. So as beautiful, I just want to call our attention to as beautiful as this world is, as beautiful as our life today might be. As beautiful as our future is or will be, it is temporal. Mm. This guy is what saying that oh, this temple you see that is well decorated. One day, everything is going to go off. And that is the picture of life general. Mm. It's just something I want to remind all of us um, about life. That, yes, it's beautiful. We can have all the accomplishments, all the achievements in this life. But it is temporal.
1: It is temporal. It is temporal. Wow. And that's a beautiful way to put it. You are uploading correct. I quickly did uh, a Google search on the Cathedral of Christ Lagos, and indeed it was completed in 1946. The foundation was laid in the 1920s and then completed in 1946. And the, the point you have made today is that all the great cathedrals of this world and even the beautiful things in our lives, even ourselves, sometimes we look into the mirror and you see a uh, handsome person looking back at you or the ladies look at how beautiful they are. Or if you don't believe you are handsome or beautiful, you look at other people and you see some fantastically beautiful people. But you know what right. I have said? Everything will pass. Everything will pass away. It'll Not pass. one stone will remain on the other. Hmm. And I think this is exactly what a Bittah uh, meant when he said, seeing that all these things will be destroyed by the element, what sort of people ought you to be? Or to be? To be right. Are we supposed to be people who are going to 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 put all our hearts to you know building fantastic buildings at, at the neglect of our souls, right? And are we going to spend all our money and all our all I mean all our treasures on looking beautiful, knowing that all these things will pass away? I I pray God will give us a grace to to appreciate these truths. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I mean, uh, you're absolutely correct because in those days, the Jews, uh, I mean, they valued the temple so much. They look at that temple. Uh, This temple, uh, nothing can ever happen to this temple knowing that, uh, well, uh, God himself approved for it to be built. Uh, It was dedicated to God. They know, they must have said to themselves, nothing can happen to, uh, uh, unless God is known, nothing can happen to this temple. And Jesus said to them, see, the day will come, not one stone, will be on another. So if, if we also look at everything around us and say, look, the day will come when this thing will be no more. So is it worth mm. selling my soul for? Is it worth selling my exactly. soul for? Thank God right for this. Up. Okay,
0: let's go on. Thank God. All right, let's go on. Let's go on to verse number 12. Okay. Verse number 12. After talking about that temple, which we just discussed in verse 6, mm. okay, the um, the disciples asked them question. Then Jesus Christ started teaching them about what is to come at the end of time. Yes. Um, The trials that will come, and there will be wars, there will be so many things. He was telling them about nations rising up against nations. He said there will be great earthquakes. He told them also about deceitful people who will come and say, oh, the time of the Lord has come, the time of the coming has come. But but in verse 12, he now says, clearly in verse 12, he said, but before all this, Mm. they will seize you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and put you in prison and you will be brought and you will be brought before kings and governors and all on account of my name yes so the question i'm asking from verse 12 is very simple to myself and Mm. to all our listeners Mm. who is ready for the coming trial Mm. are we really ready for what is to come Mm. because Jesus Christ is saying it here. This is the word of Jesus. Yes. I mean, in 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 our Bibles that 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 uh, that uh, uh, that writes the word of Jesus in red. It's yeah. it's clearly in red. It's Jesus Christ that is talking here. That all these things will happen. All this earthquake. All these wars. All these things will happen. He said, but before all of that, they will even still gather you. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself because yeah. when we hear of a little discomfort now, even to to, to attending to attending church becomes um almost <laughs> something that becomes like an impossibility. Uh, I remember uh, someone calling me a few years back and was like ah in La church church Mall because with that time where there was a lot of uh, bomb blasts and okay, everything.
1: Yeah, cool.
0: So I keep um, asking myself the question, are we ready? if we know for the name of, for the sake of the name of the Lord, yes. we will all be gathered into prisons for different things. We're just talking about persecutions that will still affect uh, those who actually call on the name of the Lord. Exactly. Just a reminder that hmm. these things will come exactly. for those who are on, on the face of the earth and we should be ready.
1: Uh, yeah, because most likely at that time, many people will say, look, I didn't sign up for this. This is not what I signed up for. I didn't exactly. sign up for, for 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 me being tried uh, by kings and rulers and and offending the got, government. Well, I don't want to offend the government. Well, I didn't sign up well, for this.
0: But in fact, these days, is, is that not what we already say? I mean, the, the Christianity that we seem to adopt this day is the Christianity of joy alone, of peace, yeah,
1: joy alone, peace of abundance.
0: Alone. So hmm. it's important <laughs> to reflect on things like this.
1: And, and Jesus said, "Look, don't think that I've come." To bring peace, I've come to bring a sword. Jesus said that to them, and, and many people uh, cannot, you know, reconcile with that today. I've not come to bring peace, but a sword, because at the, final, at the end, you find that there is a line. Jesus draws a line and he says, Look, if you don't cross this to this place, then you're not with me. And the time will come when people will say that if you don't cross air to join us, you're not with us, and we're going to force you. Uh, to be with us. Let us pray, as we have prayed, that God will give us the grace uh, to endure to the end. As just as I've said, it is he that shall endure to the end that shall be that saved. Shall I mean, you saved. and I usually we, we discuss this matters and we say that look, uh, one would secretly pray that one would not be in the world at that time when this tribulation well, right. will actually be there, uh, because <laughs> it, well, it's going to be really, uh, really tough. But 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 the reality is that even in the in the lives we live right now. Uh, there are, I mean, many people are just. It's just because the church has been compromising. That's why we are not really feeling the heat.
0: That's we're not feeling it, but people feel it um, um, on individual basis in the exactly. places of work in different ways. Yes.
1: Exactly. I mean, recently I was I was seeing a series on on Netflix on Netflix. I can't remember, Okay, Rough Diamonds, and it was a story about the Jews in I think in Belgium. And they were in, in the in the diamond trade, but it was the Orthodox Jews. They were like a community. The way they dressed, uh, the way they would not right. say good, they would not. So they were. I, okay. I mean, so looking at the way they lived in Europe then, all those Jews, uh, one would be able to understand why they were so hated, and many so much so that you know in Germany they, they 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 put them in gas chambers. People hated Jews until today. You find that people when, when you find the Orthodox, Jews, people hate them, and and it got me thinking. I said, if Christians would truly live like Christ, sincerely, in today's world, we will be hated. We will be. We will be hated. Yeah, we will really hate us. We Exactly. Will be. So if Christians would be those who would say, no, we're not going to wear these type of dresses, or we're not going to sing along with you when you're singing songs like this, we're not going to attend this concert that don't glorify God. We're not going to engage with content like this on social media because they don't glorify God. The world will hate us. I mean, who are they? I mean, what do they think of themselves?" So, so in reality, if we, we would truly, really, if we would truly really identify with Christ as fully as He expects us to, we will begin to feel the heat that Jesus described there.
0: Even now. Fully, fully greater Yes. May God help us, indeed. Amen. 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 Okay. All right. Let, let's move ahead and look at verse twenty-eight. I mean, Jesus kept on talking about what to happen and how people will react to you and things. And in verse 28, um, this verse 28, actually, I'm I'm trying to highlight it because it's almost like an opposite of um, what he said in verse 12. Yes. Oh, sorry, maybe not opposite, more, more of an assurance of what he said in verse 12 that we just looked at. So verse 28 is saying that, when these things begin to sorry, when these things begin to take place, mm. that's all of the things that will come before the second coming and all of that, before the coming of the Lord, stand up and lift up your heads mm. because your redemption draws near is drawing near. Mm. And I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And you if you remember clearly, we, we used to have a song then, I mean, I think it was from Olivet, the darkest hour of the night is like just one hour to the morning. Absolutely. And so Jesus Christ is saying, see, don't be afraid. I'm saying all of these things will happen. But just look up. Mm-hmm. When you look up, you know that your redemption is near. near. And for me today, when I when I, when I when I look at that verse, I try to um bring this home to our life today. That brothers and sisters, when trouble arises, mm-hmm. when everything seems dark around you, look up salvation is there look up because jesus salvation. is jesus is near you jesus is near me and he's there to save us so when it seems so dark we look at our country nigeria today and it's like what's going to happen mm-hmm. everything seems so dark mm-hmm. but as christians can we look up and mm-hmm. be confident of one fact mm-hmm. that jesus is so close to us exactly. and our redemption as a country is near a redemption as a family is near. Mm-hmm. A redemption as individuals is near. Mm-hmm. And God will definitely provide that redemption in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. Amen. So there you have it. Look up. Look up. Do not look around. And I and I love that you're emphasizing this because uh, when we when we ask to look up, we to look up to God. Yeah. When we're in trouble, when things are dark, if you look around, you are going to become even more afraid, even more depressed, and then you are probably going to give in or give up. But those who look up said, look up and lift up your heart. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at uh, NKJV. Look up and lift up your heads because your redemption mm. is near. The only person who is going to yeah. know or see the nearness of his redemption or a redemption is the person who, look, who looks up to God, who looks up to God. If you look around, you're not going to see it. Thank you very much for emphasizing this.
0: Thank you, sir. I, I have two more to go. Okay, I hope it's
1: fine. That's fine. Go ahead, please.
0: Okay. So let's go to verse 36. Okay. I read verse 36 from the NIV, but okay. the emphasis will be on the B part. So let me read the entire verse. It says, Be always on the watch and pray that you may be able to escape all that is about to happen and mm. that you may be able to stand before, before the, Son. the Son of Man. So what's the emphasis I am taking out of here? The ultimate goal is to stand before the Son of Man. So in everything we do, in even um, facing adversity or even in the in the trials or whatever that is to come yes we must know that the end goal is to, be able to stand before the son of man okay. and this verse makes me understand that not everybody is going to stand before the son of man absolutely not everybody will stand before the son of man so even so people will joke and say ah you can't In Nigeria and live in Nigeria and still end up in hellfire, that's double punishment. (laughs) But uh, uh, the reality of life is you can't go through life as it is today, yes. You can't try to um face all these challenges and end up not being able to stand before the Son of Man, yes. Uh, so I want to remind all of us, remind myself that we should give everything, Jesus Christ is saying, say, be on the watch, pray, do everything. Just make sure that you stand there on that day, before the Son of Man. That mm-hmm. you are counted worthy. You are counted worthy. Welcome home, my child. Mm-hmm.
1: Watch therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Because the Son of Man would only welcome those who endure who to the end. And the way to endure is true. to watch and to pray always. Thank you very much. Good, good. Okay. Thank
0: you, sir. And the final one. Okay, this is just an emphasis on something we have always talked about. Yes. Verse 38, the last verse. Mm. Verse 37 says, Jesus Christ, after doing, it goes back on to the Mount Olives, he withdraws. From but in verse 38, it says, and all the people came early in the morning okay. to hear him at the temple. That is doing everything all over again. At the beginning, we were saying that this is uh, actually a very tough chapter. Mm. I mean, you look at all the warnings and everything. And People in verse 38, they were hearing these words directly from Jesus. They went home. But the next day, they were back yeah. to listen to him. Yeah. So you ask yourself, why am I emphasizing this? The reality is that when men will come to the true word of God, yes. no matter how bitter it is. So we don't have to um, water down the word of God. I see. We don't have to put jokes jokes in the word of God for people to come and listen. No. If we speak the true word of God, men will come. They will listen because mm. there is a hunger inside of man that only the word of God can, can meet. Exactly. We test for the truth, and it is where the truth of God of God is, is being spoken that men who are actually in need of the healing waters of Christ will go to. Wow. So as, as as Christians, as leaders, as Christians generally, all of us, let us hold on to the true word of God. Mm-hmm. It is it can be scary. Yeah. Of course, it is not it is often unappealing, but it is the true word of God. Yes. Let's just speak the true word of God and then the Lord himself will minister life to those who are listening. Thank you very much sir.
1: Amen. Wow. Uh, and you see, this is one of the reasons why I, do, why I love uh, this uh, kind of program and Bible studies Before, because you listen to different perspectives and you see the Holy Spirit ministering uh, to the body of Christ uh, through different uh, Christians and believers and bringing out treasures that one uh, before now has not seen. And I love the way you have put it now. I love the, the blessing you have drawn from this. Uh, notwithstanding that the Lord said every every words every words sobering words to them scary even and we find that early in the okay. morning the people came to him to hear him and 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 that was the way it was he would tell them the truth he did not color the truth he warned them uh, he assured them he encouraged them he warned them over and over again but yet early in the morning the people would go to him again to hear him and what you are what what you are telling us today. Is that where uh, the word of God is preached in truth? You will find that those who are truly hungering for the truth of the word of God will go back there. And uh, and you see what I think what you have said has even wider applications. Where we find right, people yeah. saying nowadays that when, well you have to do this and you have to do that in order for your church to grow you know uh, there is now in oh. Nigeria, there was this recent scandal in Nigeria of one popular pastor who appeared in a skit in a skit by a secular actor uh, to promote uh, a church program many people are saying look do you have to do that and and, and the, the response would be that look if you want to invite people you have to do all sort of things uh, just to bring people uh, into the church but we know that it is Christ himself who is going to build Who is going to build this church? I also remember what Jesus said. I think in John, he said, And I, when I'm lifted up, I will draw all men. All men. All men. Yes. So we are called to lift up Jesus, lift up Jesus, preach Jesus alone, and then he will draw those that he wants to draw to himself. I I think Paul also said, When I was with you, I made sure not to know anything but Jesus and him crucified. And, Crucified, uh, And that's the lesson to us as well. The people came to him in the temple to hear him, notwithstanding that he had told them the truth the day before. Well, so their Christian, uh are Christian believer, their preacher, their witness for Christ, you witness the truth of the gospel, and you find you'll find that those who are being saved will be drawn to the word of God. Thank you so very much. Sir. You've been a blessing to us this year. I know that Thank you you, you were with us on day four. On day 8 and now on day 21. So this has been a blessing. We thank you. And we thank Thank the Lord for using you uh, to his glory uh, this year for the Luke December Challenge this year. God bless you very good. Amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. Okay, please say a word of prayer as we bring this session to a close.
0: Okay, let us pray together. Eternal Rock of Ages, we are grateful for the opportunity to look into your word again tonight. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for teaching us your word. Thank you for uh, building us up. Mm-hmm. Thank you for get, making us ready for your kingdom. Oh, yes, we you. give you praise. Receive mm-hmm. our thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. One one prayer we pray tonight, Lord Almighty, is that at the end of our life, Lord, count us worthy to be able to stand before you in jesus name amen count us worthy to be part of that to be part of the team to be part of the of the congregation that will worship you forever amen in jesus almighty name i pray
1: amen 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 thank you very much bro god bless you very good amen
0: I doubt I shine
2: Daily Prayer
0: Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.
2: Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.
0: Engaging the culture with the mind of Christ.